everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Atkins Family Podcast. I am your host, Benjamin Atkins, and I am accompanied by my lovely wife, Takia Atkins. And we are also joined by the beautiful Aubrey Atkins. Aubrey, say something for the people. She really be looking stupid every time I put her in front of the mic. But let me put her on this flow. I guarantee you're going to hear her sooner or later throughout this podcast. But, folks, if you're tuning in, we want to thank you all for listening. Uh, we want to also say that if you are listening to the live show, please drop a like, share the video on Facebook. And if you're listening to the replay, if you're, please give us a good review. Five stars. Written review is very helpful. We appreciate all the support. Also, join our private Facebook group if you want to continue the conversation. We're trying to build up a community of like-minded people who are trying to grow in faith and just live life as best as they possibly can in accordance with scripture. Now, with all that said, I'm going to hand the mic over to Takia because no, she got no, she got some pressure on her chest. <laughs> she she just, got just do it the way she, you normally would. She got something to say. Just do it the way you normally would. This is the way this is the way we gotta do it now because you got some pressure on your chest. No. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Do it the way you normally would, and and what. And actually engage in the conversation. Because, you know, when I be leading, you don't be saying nothing. No, nah, I'm going to engage in the conversation. <laughs> just, but I got to, I'm going to get in there whenever something is objectionable. How about that? No, I don't just get in there when something is objectionable. Well, I participate I, okay, in your here, conversations. Just, see, see, she got pressure on her chest. She I, <laughs> I participate in your, con I'm an active member, Active participant in your conversations, so right. I expect the same, not just no uh, yeah, no, I'm well, a, uh, I'm gonna uh, uh, be an active participant in your conversation, uh-huh, so we are talking um well, I guess i I should say how how this came about. uh, we literally were just chilling in the room um as a family, and um Ben was listening to something about uh some podcast or something and um i think it was the wife who the wife or the husband said yeah uh i thought my wife was exaggerating until i went through it and then i realized basically everything she said was true oh yeah she was oh yeah because she was talking about her covid experience yeah yeah he thought that yeah, she, he was thought exaggerating. she was over exaggerating so um, I don't know. That just hit me because I'm like, wow, I can totally identify with her as a wife. Here you go. Uh, feeling like my husband does not take me seriously. And of course, that brought on a whole slew of other things because it's like, do they do y'all really be thinking that we crazy? Or like, did you do you really believe that you married a sensible human being? I mean, we believe we married a sensible human being, but I guess in certain situations, Every sensible human being could go off the rails. But it's like everything. It'd just be like. Ah, uh, here it go. Everything. Yeah. It'd be every, like what? It'd be everything. I can think of many instances throughout our marriage and even our dating life where Ben was just like, 
you're overreacting. It's not that serious. And then the 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 crazy part though is that usually I was always right. Usually she was always right. You hear that? That's the truth. Even as it relates to Aubrey, it's the same thing. Like it's it's like I can see that everywhere in our life where I think the only thing Ben got the <laughs> upper hand on me in is money. Cause I I blew that real quick. He's way more sensible in that area than me. Um because I like fast food. Okay, we ain't in. Well look, we're gonna so go where all the we're gonna go where all the spots I lose because <laughs> you got pressure on your chest. <laughs> So we started this so you could get the pressure off your chest. I don't have any pressure on my chest. <laughs> but, however, I do believe that as, um, I think, it's, I think it's, a, it's good for couples to have a safe space to um, get some of these things in the, uh, get, get some of these things out without it being like a screaming match or anything like that. Because I think every marriage goes through it where uh, maybe... I don't know. I've heard a lot of husbands, preachers, pastors um, say, yeah, I probably should have listened to my wife, but, you know, I did it. I mean, I have heard that, too. Uh, yeah, I think, honestly, we can't stand to listen to our wives more. Uh, that's if we believe they are the people that they are, they are said to be in Scripture. Mm. But you got to take it case by case. And every case, I can argue like, all right, well, I was thinking in that moment. I'm like, okay, no, nah, see, it didn't, it ain't add up. <sighs> okay, so I told, I already told him I was gonna bust him out on this, uh, on this thing. So, so that's exactly what I'm gonna do. Um, uh, I would say probably like, I don't know. I guess taking it all the way back to when we were dating. There were some things that I just, you know, I tell Ben and Ben would be like, nah, it's not that deep. Ben used to just disappear. I think he said it before in the in the well, one of the podcasts. Um, you know, he would just fall off the face of the earth. And not with me, with everyone. I mean, like you if, if you didn't know any better, you would think he was dead. Like <laughs> I remember when we were dating. I was dating. chilling. What, what, when we were dating, I remember you like, so he hit me up one time. And I remember texting him back. And it was a Wednesday. I remember this very vividly. It was a Wednesday. You know, we were in the middle of a conversation and, and the dude just stopped replying. And I'm like, okay, you know, maybe he's asleep. You know, I don't know. But then I see the dude at church walking around because I went to, it was Wednesday. I went to Bible study. I'm like, this dude is alive and well and just fell off the face of the earth in the middle of a whole conversation. He just walked up to me like, what's up? And I'm like, what? I was on my light skin tip. I'm like, what's wrong with this man? I guess I should have known there. No, what? <laughs> something was wrong. <laughs> Why something was wrong? <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, I'm telling you. Like, I was just light skin. We were in the middle of a full blown conversation and he just stopped replying. And it was kind of at the beginning of our relationship. So I want at the whole, you know, t double texting and stuff. It was it was too early for all that. But I'm like, OK, when he saw me, I thought he would have said something like, oh, yeah, you know, I got busy. I forgot to text you. But no, he just walked up to me. And he was like, hey, like nothing had ever happened. I was like, OK. I mean, look, that just come from that's how my homies do me. Something is wrong with him. 
Oh my god. <laughs> she think I'm retarded or something. Like literally, and this is, you know, this is kinda in the beginning of our interaction. So I'm like, okay, yeah, dude really just Look, I mean <laughs> like what? The conversation was over, right? No, we were in the middle of a con that's what I'm saying. That's what made it so crazy. Because we were in the middle of like a conversation. It wasn't just like, oh, yeah, we, you know, something was dead or, you know, things like that. We were literally in the middle of a conversation. So it really, it really threw me off. And so um, one of the things about me that I think my husband knows very well now um, and that I'm really, really starting to learn about myself, um, I do study people's uh, behaviors and patterns. It's just, it just comes natural to me. Um, looking at people and uh, especially people that I interact with on a regular basis uh, because I think since I was little um, if I can remember correctly people have always come to me for advice and usually I have a lot of advice to give because I am a studier of patterns and behaviors she's gonna break you down it's boy. just um, it's, it down. is literally how my mind works so that was kind of like a, a red flag for me um, just because it was, it just seemed to be so odd. Um, and so after that, I started to see how like he would do that with other people. Like it won't just me. And a part of me was, I guess, comforted by that fact. But then another part of me was like, whoa, <laughs> like what's going on here? <laughs> Because it would happen with me, and then I started to see that it would happen with other people he was close with in the church. And then as we uh, ventured to date uh, longer, I started to see that these were patterns that he had with his parents as well. And I'm talking about, like, when I say falling off the face of the earth, I'm, like, serious. Like, I mean, no, like, one time I remember him saying it was, like, 12 o'clock, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. He was like, yeah, I'm going to take a nap. I'm about to take a nap. I was like, okay, you know. Um, and then it was, then he would hit me up at like 11 o'clock at night talking about hello. <laughs> what do you mean? Hello? I'm going to bed. It's time for me to go to bed. You talking about some hello. And then that's when I was ready he, to resume the conversation. All on Facebook. I'm like, okay, usually when you tell somebody <laughs> you're about to go do something it's ending the conversation because you are about to go do that. And then once you've finished that, you will resume whatever is going on. So that honestly, that caused a lot of problems because Ben would just, I mean, he would say something like, yeah, I'm about to go take a nap or I'm about to go take a shower. And then hit me up like hours and hours later. I did take a nap, though. No, you did. But you didn't text me back after you took the nap or you didn't call. And then the thing is, you, you text me at like 11. I'm going to bed. Those are like booty call hours. They ain't no, oh there is no fruitful <laughs> conversation going on at no 11 o'clock at night. That's not true. Maybe like 3 a.m. No. 2 a.m. What, what do you, what? He lying. He's telling stories. How I'm lying. You could have deep conversation at some 11 o'clock at night. If it's a Friday, Saturday night, people up, especially since we're young, people up that late. Mm-hmm. Like I said. I said what I said, and I meant what I said. Boy, it was like I tell you. hours. But, um, <laughs> My goodness. After 10, it ain't nothing good going down. 
Especially if you're single, you need to be in your house and in bed. And I was in my house and, and not I was, talking to nobody. <laughs> oh my goodness! Because that's how you get the whole well, meet me outside. And, and was this was this uh, during the week or in the weekend? It was during the week. That's what I'm saying. First of all, I uh-huh. gotta work. I gotta work and too. I'm, yeah, but you, you, we were two different people. You didn't care about your job, so. Here we go. <laughs> See, she got some pressure on the chest. <laughs> but yeah, that was the first thing where I was like, okay, you know, something is wrong. Um, but, you know, and I expressed it to him, you know, because it was kind of, I'm close with my mom. Um, so I can say there was a little bit of like trying to, I guess, uh, in some ways, I think a part of it was trying to make him like me. Um, but in other ways, I just, you know, I think I started to take inventory of his life and I'm like, okay, I don't think that this is the path. Took inventory of me. I don't think that this is the path that you want to go down as far as like not having anybody. Um, And then of course, when I say taking inventory, seeing how that pattern has affected other people in his life and how they are alone. Uh, See, nah, uh uh-uh. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Mom Thank talking you. about she agreed. Nope. You Those, can have deep conversation Those, late. Yeah, you can have a deep conversation. It's gonna be deep. All right. It's gonna be so deep. It's gonna turn into something else. See how you just automatically go one way. It ain't gotta always Look, see. But, but I, it's it's all good though. I'm a, I'm gonna let you continue because you got some pressure on your chest. We were dating and we uh we were not innocent in dating. So that's how I know what it can be at that hour. Um. So I know what I'm talking about, but can it, can it, can it, can you have deep conversations at any hour? Absolutely. You can, but how often does that actually happen? And another thing is Ben is not a deep conversation kind of person. It depends. No, it don't. (sighs) Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) So, but anyway, so, yeah, you know, I started to, uh, I guess, really take on it because we started talking about marriage pretty early. Uh, so I guess I just started to take on roles prematurely and really just, uh, you know, I was looking at some of the things that he would talk about and then looking at some of the things that were surrounding him. And I was like, yo, you know, if you don't want to be like some of your uh, some of the people who come before you, then I think these are some areas where you got to you got to tighten up. And, you know, he was all, oh, I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm, I'm good. good. And then, but then the crazy thing is he got other people coming up to him saying, yo, you can't do that. But when they say it, he come to me like, yeah, my bro told me that, you know, that's not right. So I got to get better. No, I ain't do that. You did. Well, I tell you, boy. And so that's why I'm like, it, it just, <laughs> so that was like the, the start of, you know, me telling him stuff, me telling him something. And then him ignoring it. And then someone else saying the very same thing. Here you go. And then him being like, oh, okay, I got you. Tell me how you really feel. That's how I really feel. So I guess I could, uh, I guess the, the more present thing we've talked about is our child. And just, you know, how she's taken care of. And, um, you know, I can tell. See, this one is a, is a matter. This is just a difference. No, because y'all going to hear this. I can tell you, I can tell when I'm talking to Ben about Aubrey and Ben is looking at me like, oh, it's not a big deal. And every time I've said something about Aubrey and I've actually taken her to the hospital, 
there has actually been something wrong with her. Like we have every time that I've taken her to the emergency room, we have left with something that we would not be able to access on a shelf in a store. Uh huh. Y- yes. Yeah. Yeah. See, and that's what I'm saying. We've had this conversation about this already, and he already forgot. He I ain't forget. He'd he be looking at me like I'm crazy. So, oh, like, okay, the first time. <laughs> Y'all be looking at her just like you look at somebody when you're having a conversation. No, he. And he, she's still, I'm, I'm looking he'd be looking at, at like me like crazy. I'm crazy. And so, um, I think the first time, you know, her skin was breaking out really bad. And so we got lotion that um, she can use. I was fine with going. He was fine with going that time. Um, the second time we went, well, the second time I went, because I went every time. Um, the second time I went, um, she was not eating. She had stopped eating. Now, she was still very. Wait, hold on. And, and no, peep, peep, peep. That first time we went, see, she, she was going to gloss over that. But see, I caught her. Check it out. You don't want to talk about that first time we went. That first time we went. You don't want to go there. And when you got the stuff, turn out the stuff that we was giving to us wasn't even uh like it was available in stores. It's available in stores, but how would we have known to use that? We wouldn't have. We would have we kept using stuff that would have kept making her break out. You could have Googled it. How are you going to Google a specific brand? Like, you can't Google, oh, what am I supposed to? I mean, did the doctor know, like, oh, yeah, to use this brand? Or they just, Yes. Like, it, that's what it was. If y'all wonder why, I don't know what the doctor says, because I couldn't go in. So that's what this is doing, COVID. Yeah. So that was the first time I was right. And um, the second time, you know, she wasn't eating, but I maintained right. well, her personality. She was still up. She was still yelling. But I'm like, okay, my baby not eating. Like, you know, it was it was just too much. Her nose was running for a couple of days. She was coughing, you know, but she was still herself. So I'm like, okay, I got to take her in. Then over here, like, nah, she good, blah, blah, blah. So we get to the doctor. Uh, Abby had strep throat and she had a viral infection. Now, the viral infection, you just wait it out. The strep throat, you need the antibiotic. It's not going to go away without the antibiotic. And so um, then one time she had a really bad diaper rash. Turned out. See how you just over um, let's start. Now, let's go to the second one. That was the second one. You said the one time we had a. You about to go to another time. When you went. Yeah, because I already cleared up that time. She got an antibiotic. That she only would have gotten if she went to the doctor. Yeah, but check it out. All right, so this where I'm at. See how she's looking at me crazy, y'all, but it's all good. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and say my truth. She wanted, like, she wanted two pieces right now, <laughs> but it's all good. Nah, I don't play about my daughter. This, this where I was at. All right, okay, she had the little sniffles. And she sound like, she sound like a, a, a tractor trailer going up a, a steep road with that growl she had. <laughs> so, but I was just like, all right, let's just wait a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, oh, no. Don't go to the hospital. And then I'm like, also. I have, I'm, a, I'm the type of person I don't like going to the ER if it's not like. A ER type deal. Oh man, and that brings back that brings me to another point because he almost died. <laughs> now I almost simply died. Simply because now I almost died. Go ahead. Simply because she's gonna tell she's she gonna tell my story. Simply because 
he don't and this is the thing y'all you know if you don't if you don't know we are a military family and so our our health care is completely free so all of these visits you know they don't really cost us anything and i'm not saying we use that as an excuse to be in and out of the hospital but i just feel like if you have health care and something is wrong that that is that is not fixable now with aubrey i want y'all to understand this when he talking about Aubrey sounded like a tractor chair and all this stuff, Aubrey sounded like that for at least five days. Here you go. I waited it out. And let me tell you how I know I waited it out because it started when Ben got off work. Ben, ben has a four day period where he doesn't have to work. So throughout that whole four day period, he, uh, she was getting worse. It was getting worse. And it got to the point where she was not eating. And so... I took her to the doctor. So he kept saying, wait. And I'm like, no, I really feel like, you know, if she's not eating, you know, there's something wrong. We got to take her. He didn't want to go. So, of course, you know, I ended up taking her. That's when we found out she had strep throat and a viral infection. And then he came home one night talking about, do we got something for her stomach? I'm like, no one got nothing for no stomach here. <laughs> stomach, it was... And then stomach, he, hold he, on. No, 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 Because you don't tell my story. He, you have to try to play me. He oh, my, no, 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 no. All right. Hold on. We're going to let the, we gonna let the man of the house speak. Let y'all oh, hear the foolishness. He almost Eric. died. <laughs> I mean, not almost died. Nobody ever said I almost if died. Your, if, your, if your appendix had burst, you would have died. Oh my goodness! But is that a lie? <laughs> I think so. No, it's it, it, not. It's not necessarily a death sentence. You would have been dead. You could have. You could have got to the hospital in time. You would have been dead. Now let me go through the story. All right, <laughs> because so this was during what was it? It was. It was. It was like one of my last night shifts, yes. right? Yeah. Uh -huh. So this was like one of my last night shifts. So I got off at. Midnight, basically. So my my stomach started hurting at like eight thirty. Okay, all right, maybe uh, cause I had like some pizza, right? So I'm like, all right, maybe maybe that's what it is. Oh, and I think I had some French fries. <laughs> okay, pizza, French fries don't mix. You know what I'm saying? Boom, stomach ache. But the only thing is, this was like a different type of stomach ache. When I tell y'all this, one t like one, it was in like a specific region which is very synonymous with appendicitis, but it was in a specific region of my midsection. Mm -hmm. And I'm at work, like, hunched over, like, man, I got a doo-doo. Like, okay, wow. But I can't, I can't, I can't do nothing. Like, I felt like I had a doo-doo, but wasn't nothing going to okay, come out. you don't want to hear that no more. <laughs> no, 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 no. My story. I will tell the story. All right? I got to call it like, yeah, I see it. Okay? Uh -huh. So, it's like three hours at work. I'm like, man, this is something different. So then I like, I'm hunched over walking out the building, getting to my car, like, man, like, like, all right, let me just get home. So I get home and it's just, it's bad. So I'm telling the kid, like, hey, we got some, like, something for stomach, so something for like a stomach ache, like Pepto Bismol, no. anything else. So she, like, nah. So this is, the, this is what I do, right? I start trying to, uh, Look up, like, all right, what is is like? Let me see if this is just yeah, the same, the same stuff he specifically tell me not to do. No, 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 no. But look, see, I'm at a point where I know one, this is not just some normal stomach ache. Mm -hmm. Two, I've already been going through this 
almost extreme pain for like three hours. So, all right, I'm still not at the point where I'm going to the hospital. Nope. I get in bed, I'm looking at YouTube videos, and I can't even like lay <laughs> in the bed, right? Like, I'm t- tossing and turning. It was at the point where I knew I was not going to be able to go to sleep. I literally was going to be up all night trying to manage pain. That's when I was like, all right, maybe we should go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then it turned out I had appendicitis and I had got surgery the next day. Yeah. And so he only went because, and this is the thing. This is, this is one, of my, one of my big things as a wife that I think this situation translates to a lot of other situations that causes a, a lot of arguments potentially or in the past in our home is that Ben likes to wait until things get out of control before he wants to handle them. Like to make sure. No. No, 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 See? And sometimes I just think that's how men are. Here we go. Like, why does, why does the situation have to get so, so bad that, and then it scared me because we were on the way to the hospital and he had to get out of the car and throw up and it was a cop that came up behind us. And I'm like, oh man, is this about to be like, you know, we black. It was military police. They different. Uh, listen, you know, all this stuff is going through my head and I'm like, okay. So that, so that situation, I think is something that translates into a lot of other situations in marriage because I think you have two different spouses where one is like okay I'm 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 more focused on and I can say this about myself I honestly am more focused on preventative measures than I am trying to handle something uh, when it's gotten to the point where it probably shouldn't now with the appendix appendix okay that's you know we couldn't really control that but I think that's how Ben handled that situation, I think, tells you a lot about how he handles the situations, period. All situations, period. I think that's how this stuff works. <laughs> and I think that's how he be Boy, doing it. I tell you. Because I'll bring something. And this is my thing. I think as wives, you know, when we arguing with y'all, when we fussing with y'all, we're trying to get our point across. And, and if y'all, you know, y'all women that are up here, you you uh, chime in, women and men chime in. But um, one of the things I always try to... Uh, get across to my husband is like okay if i'm talking to you and i tell you something of value and you ignore it it makes me feel unvalued and don't let some it makes me feel not value and don't let somebody else come behind me and say the very thing that i said and then you walk in the house like you just got a fresh revelation from god see see now now this this comes down to perspective because in those situations you may see it as, oh, they said it, so, oh, that means he only listened to them. When what about if it's a situation where it's like, all right, dang, all right, my wife already said that, so maybe it is true. See? No. See? That's the thing, though. I've never seen or heard those types of comments where it's like, oh, my wife already said that. But here's the thing, and, and this is one of the I say things, that a lot. This is one of the things I think about. Why do so? And and I think this goes into the whole hard headed thing. Why does somebody have to keep saying the same thing to you over and over again for oh you to my listen? Goodness. It's it's just <laughs> it, it makes absolutely no sense. Is why you do, saying why, the same thing? 
I'm trying to tell you, every time Ben walking here with some manna from heaven, God, oh God used See, his I'm, wife. Oh, he's trying to play me talking about some manna from heaven. Yeah, that's 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 the reference I'm gonna use. God has already used his wife to be that very same thing. I really don't know much. And this is not me, of course. If it's me bragging on myself, it's me saying that I know. She bragging. I know God called me to be a wife. And I know that he has called me to help my husband. And that is something that I try to do. Um, and I think God has graced me to do it well. But my husband just don't listen to me. I listened. I went to the hospital. Uh-huh. When it got bad. I'm supposed to go to the emergency room before I know it's an emergency. Um, if you are in a space where you don't know what's going on, like you can't place it, I do think it's time for someone else to step in. Especially if you say, okay, I've had this pain for three hours. He forgot to mention that he did throw up while he was at work and he came home and threw up like two other up, times. I threw up at work? Yes. I did? Yeah. That's what I'm saying, y'all. You see what I'm saying? I threw up at work? Huh. You see what I'm saying? I don't even remember that. Yeah, uh-huh. And so I but I think I think I think the reason why that that hit me so hard when when she said it, when she said what she said about, you know, do husbands listen or you know, or, or do you think wives are um over exaggerating? Uh I think that happens a lot and I think as a woman, it makes you feel not valued by your husband cuz it's like, yo, Obviously, I'm here for a reason. Do you think I'm dumb? So I ain't never listened. Absolutely not. Wow. All of the stuff that I be saying, it takes like months or years to sink in. Because wow. it's like when I say stuff out of my mouth, he just be like, oh no, nah. I literally feel like by his face and his 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 nonverbal communication. Oh, that's just Takia talking. It's all good. Wow. That's how I feel when I be trying to give him advice. Y'all be listening. She she not telling the whole story. What do you listen to? What have you listened to? Let's 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 talk about that. You remember everything? Remember no, something I listened to? I can't remember that I threw up. Here's the thing. You saying I remember everything. And you don't remember when I listened? But I don't have no memory <laughs> of you listening. So I, I, you gonna have to provide some details or something because I don't I don't I I don't feel like you listen. I listen to me. I listen when it comes to Aubrey. No, you don't. All right. So in cases where you feel like we should do something mm -hmm. and I may be just neutral, what I do? Nothing. I go with what you say. Nothing. <laughs> that's what see how you see, <laughs> see how you're going to do that's, it. That's how this goes. I go with what you say. Oh, I tell him like, I'll tell him something like, yeah, it's Aubrey. Aubrey is uh, Aubrey on in. my side. No, she's not. Aubrey on my I'm side. I'm trying to tell y'all this morning we was chilling as a family and, uh, Ben kept saying, uh, <laughs> "Oh my goodness. What did you keep saying? What did you keep saying this morning?" And Aubrey kept leaving you. Uh, I can't remember. He was, I think he was saying like, "You rock with me" or something like that. Every time he she he said that she went and got closer to me. Like, nah, bro, I love you, but uh, 
My mom gonna be the one that's See y'all trying to paint me out It's been a bad day You're <laughs> <laughs> holding me down And I think I mean of course That's something we had to Process through and learn You know that nurturing thing I think it comes more natural In moms And that's That's a big part of what Aubrey needs right now So um, a, a, a big piece of that She definitely does get From me um, Which is not a big deal When you start I nurture this, Aubrey too this man dropped our child on the floor trying to put her clothes on. Picked I didn't wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Picked her up. Wait, when I drop her on the floor. Now you um you're gonna know when I tell you this story. He picked her up, put her back on the bed, continued to put her clothes on. I said, Ben, no. She just fell. You need to comfort her. You don't just let the, the baby fail. Oh, I didn't wanna, drop her, she fell. So he dropped her. <laughs> he dropped her. I'm like, okay, we gotta teach you how to, you know, be emotionally available. I mean, I just think in those moments when your child is hurt, you don't just keep going to the next thing. I think those are unhealthy habits that we have learned as adults because of things that have happened in our childhood. And that's one of the things that I'm dead set on. You know, I, I'm hoping that it doesn't happen in our household because I want my child to know that it is okay to hurt and, and it is okay to heal um, and, and have moments where we process through pain. And of course, some of y'all might be thinking, oh, that's too deep or whatever, but it's my child. So it is what it is. Um, right. And I don't go against that. No, nah, he, he um, looked at me uh, like I was crazy. Uh, oh and, my goodness. and then he gave her a hug. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. I, my thing is this though. You just dropped the baby. <laughs> I ain't drop her. She fell. The baby hit the floor, and then you picked, you picked the baby up, and then just proceed to keep. She's screaming, <laughs> and you just proceed to keep trying well, to put her pants. On. I like how you trying to paint this picture. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. So yeah, that that that's one of the places where I will say. Hold on, but but, um, but I've talked about it on on Facebook, Ben. Does allow me the freedom to do the things okay. that I would like okay. to do as it relates. No, to I need life. I need that same energy you had earlier though. I need you to say it with that same fervor. What? So you know it's what? Yeah, he let me do whatever I want. Sometimes a, I just wish he would be a more willing participant as I'm doing. I'm these willing. Things. I'm a willing participant. You just said what I do. What? You let me do whatever I want. Oh, thanks, Aunt Jennifer. Y'all child. <laughs> See? See? You notice the change in her speech. See? Oh, but it's all good. See, that's, that's, that's what mommies be doing. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And See? that's the truth. But anyway. Um, other who, things, who the hard headed one? Other, talking about some absolutely. <laughs> other things that I think, um, you know, it's kind of kind of rough in our marriage as it relates to um, listening. Um in case you guys don't know, I'm in school um, and I'm pursuing a degree in uh, marriage and fam family uh, counseling, therapy, all that good stuff. I am a big proponent of therapy um, and uh, addressing issues because I think, especially in the African-American community, a lot of us are walking around with um, issues that seriously need to be worked out because they affect our relationships. And so for me... Um, especially when we got married, I'm like, okay, you know, we're going to have kids together. We're going to be together for the rest of our life. You know, in, in the first couple of months of marriage, it was very clear that there was some baggage that both of us had brought into the marriage. Um, my backstory is, you know, I was raised by my mom. My dad was in and out of my life. Um, he was kind of just doing his own thing. 
Um, there was a lot of things that um, there was a lot of anger that I bought, a lot of abandonment issues, um, and just some of the baggage that we never really got cleared out from our dating life. And so I decided to go and and um, pursue therapy and try to get some help. I'm still in therapy because I still need help. Um, Don't we all? So I'm glad he said that because my suggestion to Ben was that he also needed to go and get himself some help because <laughs> it just, I don't look. <laughs> See, I am not the See, only you gonna, one. You're going to laugh at me. But when you was still going through your story, you was, I am not the I only one help. that is I'm going to therapy and I'm still in therapy. <laughs> Real not, serious when she started no. talking about me. Well, I started talking about. I, I started laughing because you said or did something that made me laugh. Okay, what is that? I don't know, but anyway, um, yeah. So I mean, I guess for me, listen, y'all, and and Ben can probably chime in on this. I'm just so, I'm so big on number one, preventative measures. So in the beginning of our marriage, I'm like, okay, probably like. I think we both can agree at about five months in, kind of just hit rock bottom. And it's like, okay, we both say that we want this marriage to last. There are obviously things going on in our marriage that need outside help. So why not just get the outside help before we're, you know, because you can you can see couples all the time, like years in, and they're like, they hate each other. <laughs> like... You know, there's stuff they're carrying around so much baggage that it's like, I don't want to be around you. I can't stand you. You know, we've been together for years. And when we go to bed, you're on your side, I'm on mine. The only time we really together is at events and taking care of our kids. And I, I, could, I, I could easily see that happening because of the issues that were going on in our marriage. And so for me, it's like, OK, I need help individually. You need help individually and we need help together. You can imagine how that went. I got help. Eventually. <laughs> today. Hold on. You act like this is the first time I went to counseling today. Today. He got Boy, she has some pressure <laughs> on her chest. I already knew it. <laughs> Go ahead. So, no, but for real. So, this is my thing, especially when we had Aubrey. And I think this is one of the things that um, kind of aided in my, um, uh, what do you say? I don't know how to describe it. Um. Uh, my depression because I started to kind of just fear for my daughter like I just I know that some people think and I believe that this is true kids deserve a two-parent household but sometimes two-parent households can be just as toxic as you growing up with only one parent and the other parent being absent or all these other situations and so as I started to see that kind of unfold, it's like, okay, this is exactly what I wanted to prevent. I wanted some of these things, some of these issues to get handled before they got to the place where it could potentially affect our child. And not just our child, because I think as, uh, as individuals in a marriage, you know, we should be healthy. Um, so it's not just about her. It's also about the individuals. Uh, I, I wanted to prevent the the truck that I could see coming. Um, and so that is one thing that I, you know, 
I desperately cried out to my husband to do, but, um, you know, he had his own plans. All right. Uh, own plans. I've been to therapy. And he quit. Okay. He quit all of it. <laughs> we were going to therapy together. He quit. No, I didn't know. No. You definitely did. No, the, the therapist never got back to us. I'm talking about before we left. Before we left. VA. Oh, you talking about that time? Exactly. All right, but. And that was more like a spiritual guidance type. I keep know. coming back though. See? And that's the thing. And I think, I think, I think um, this whole crazy thing has hit at a, at a different level. Um, because um, I turned 27 this year. This is very close to 30. Big Goyle. And my husband is. How old are you? 23? So you don't even know my age. No, I don't. I don't. You're 23, right? I don't know. You tell me. Are you 23? You don't know how <laughs> old you are? Oh, my goodness. Yes, I'm 23. Okay, so, you know, I'm 27. He's 23. I don't think our age difference started to show until, like, now. <laughs> because She swears she just light years ahead of your boy. No, I... So let's just say this, Ben, we, we took two totally different paths in life. After I got out of high school, I went to college. After Ben got out of high school, he went into the military. So, the mud. so he, you know, he's been on his own for a while. He kind of set his standards for living and for life. And for me, I did a lot of exploring. I did a lot of, um, even relationship wise, our you know, I, I'm the first person he's ever dated. So there was a lot of things that were just different. And it, and it, and it aided us for a very long time. Um, until now, I think. Because now we have a kid. And I'm back in school pursuing my master's. And therapy, listen, therapy's beautiful. And, and because I... And this is not a shot, but because I stay committed to the process, I feel like there are a lot of things that I'm more settled in now that he's still trying to figure out. So it's like a lot of areas where I'm like, I have decided it's like that song that says I have decided to follow Jesus. I think for a lot of times in any relationship, even even in our relationship with God, you know, we get saved or we get into a marriage and we're like, yeah, I really like this. You know, I'm I'm committed to this. But I think that you reach a, 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 a point where the commitment becomes real and there is no uh, there are no um, there. There's nothing that could to could break that commitment. Dang, she there, said I'm wishy washy. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and play the Migos <laughs> DJ hit that track <laughs> There is nothing that So basically you've already been I'm going to say this I think a lot of us go through the motions in our relationships What we're going to do with our degree I mean what we're going to do with our future We go through a lot of things And then we settle And we're like okay look This is what I want for my life And, 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 and I'm not going to uh, What um, it's not wish. I'm not going back and forth with this anymore. You know, nah, go I'm, ahead, say I, it. I'm I trying am, to smooth it over. I am. I you have, already got the folks laughing at me. <laughs> I have decided, <laughs> and so 
Um, I think that there are a lot of things that, you know, I have decided. And whereas Ben is still kind of in the process of trying to um, decide. Aubrey disagree with you. You hear? <laughs> so that's one of the things where I'm like, in a sense, I'll be talking to Ben and I'm like, look, where you are, I have already been. See how look, you hear that? And so, and I don't think Where that's you a, are, I that's not a bad, been. I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't know what the folks think. <laughs> Is that a bad thing to say? Where like, you are, I have already Okay, been. so look at it like this. When I say something like that, I mean like, okay, so I grew up in church. I got saved when I was younger. Um, and then I went through a period of like three years where my salvation was literally just on a back burner. Just is there, but I'm doing my own thing. And so, and then I came out of that and, and grabbed, grabbed a hold to this commitment of it's, it's not going to be on the back burner again. It's going to be at the forefront of my life for the rest of my life. And so that's what I mean by there are things that I've already experienced because even Ben said it, you know, um, this past the pandemic, you know, he felt like he really got saved during the pandemic. And so when y'all say I'm trying to play, I'm not trying to play him. I, I use his own words and the stuff that he be saying because he said that he got saved. He felt like he really got saved during the pandemic. And he also has said in other podcasts that he's kind of on and off, you know, as it relates to his relationship with God and things like that. And so for me with him, you know, I just try to encourage him that I know what this looks like. And it's almost like somebody saying I fell there before. And I'm trying to keep you from falling there. Amen. And I think that as a... um, Hey, Aubrey. We having a conversation here. Thank you very much. Stop spitting. Now she's spitting. That is, anyway. She, so... <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I think... I don't know. I just think that's that's where we are in a lot of ways. And I be I'll tell Ben stuff that I know because I've been through, or I'll tell Ben stuff that I know because I honestly believe that the way my mind is set up, it was always meant for me to go into some type of therapy. And I'm not trying to be his therapist. It's just stuff that I see. That's and I'm not trying to be his therapist. So I encourage him to go and get a therapist. Like I don't want to be his therapist. There are things that I have decided that I want to be. I want to be a wife to my husband. I don't want to be his mama. I don't want to be his therapist. I don't want to be none of that stuff that sometimes wives take on and is it it be, it's it's the situation where it becomes out of control. And so he put up a scripture I think you guys can see it, you know. I try to help the man. Then the Lord God said they didn't, he didn't say that. He said, it is not good. Aubrey. <laughs> now you want to get a word in on prayer, huh? You that person. Yep. <laughs> okay. Then the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit for him. Genesis 2 and 18. So that's what you're trying to be, uh, TK? You're just trying to be the help me? Uh, I'm trying What's that supposed to mean? I don't even think they can hear you. Say it again in the mic. Yes, I'm trying to be a help me. Hmm. And, you know, as I look 
at, at our at our relationship, I can see a lot of ways where our marriage makes absolute sense. Um, and in other ways, I'd be like, God, what is this? <laughs> but that's the conversation for another day. Right, ain't gonna be um, that long. <laughs> but um, yeah, I try to help him. I think I think from jump. Um, Ben had Ben had a lot of things that I think I could easily see, pick up on. And so um I will say, and I think I've said it before. She already had to answer this way. No. I I just like to help people. And sometimes that does get me in trouble. Because <laughs> people like think I'm trying to like judge them or something. I don't be trying to judge people. I just try to help people. I have I feel that I have been through a lot in my life and I don't want people to experience the things that I've experienced. And so with that in mind, um, I am not that crazy wife that is like, you know, yelling at her husband and stuff the first time. Cause I do go there sometimes. Oh, so it's balance. What do you mean? So you are crazy. Okay. What I will say is, yes, I get out of character. <laughs> yeah, because, okay, it's almost like, okay, if I tell you. 46 for tequila and one for being. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm saying something and I'm saying it calmly, yes, we all have fleshly moments and I'm not afraid to tell y'all that, yes, I do have uh, fleshly moments. But Bring it to the elders for the laying of hands. The first time that I talk to my husband about stuff, um, it's usually pretty calm and, you know, I come to him calmly and I just say it and, um, you know, I'm still just saying it. I'm listening. Cause I'm still just saying the same stuff I was so, saying. All right. All right. Okay. So that's <laughs> enough. Right. So let's go to a positive note. I ain't got no progress. Do you have progress? Yes. Amen. Yes, Amen. you have progress. And that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has progress. I guess so the whole point was just, you know. I don't know. Aubrey, something is. Um, What's wrong with the baby? I think she just wants to get up here with us so she can make noise. But, um, yeah. Does I it's this but it's yeah, progress, period. <laughs> no elaboration. I need that same energy, but it's all good though. No, I would say the progress is like I said today, he did start back and um and go to therapy. And um there there are things in our household that are less touchy. Um, I think we we have learned how to have um polite conversation with each other amen amen um and i mean there's not a lot of i you know it's only I, in our marriage i really think we only have like you know one area that's just like bad but well of course it touches all the other areas but um yeah i think ben does listen i think sometimes it just comes down to um, and I think he said this before, when someone is trying to help you not taking it as, like, not putting up your defenses because they're not trying to embarrass you and they're not trying to, um, well, specifically talking about me. I'm not trying to embarrass you and I'm not trying to hurt you. 
because you hurting is not going to help me because I'm tied to you for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. I would very much like for you to be healthy and well right, right, and right. of sound mind. So anything that I'm saying. Um, Crazy. See what I'm saying? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm just playing. Anything that I'm saying, it, it comes from a good place. And. All right, continue on. I also try to do a lot of self-examination with myself. So it ain't like I just be on being all the time. I be on myself as well. And I hope he sees that. Oh, no, I see it. And I don't. So I'm not that type of wife. It's just, oh, you got all these issues. Even like I said, in the beginning of our marriage, when I could kind of see certain things, I was like, no, we both need help. (laughs) Like, (laughs) because I'm over here in the corner and you, I don't. I'm not good. And so I think um, I try to model that in my marriage where it's like, it's not just a beat down session. Um, It's, it definitely becomes a thing where I want us to grow together. And that's another reason why I would say, you know, whenever I'm talking to Ben, I try to be as open, honest, and vulnerable as I can about the things that I'm struggling with at the same time that I might be talking to him about something that he's struggling with. Um, so that it doesn't feel like, oh, he's just alone and, uh, some of the stuff that might be going on. But yeah, sometimes I do feel like he'd be looking at me like I'm crazy though. Well, you look like, look at me like I'm crazy every day. I, I don't, uh, uh, why do I look at you like you crazy every day? Because you think I'm crazy. Why do I think you're crazy? Why do you think I'm crazy? No, uh-uh. We're not going to play this little. Running around, cat in the mouse, just spit it out. Why? Why do I think you're crazy? Because I act crazy sometimes. <laughs> See, I could call it. I could call it straight down the middle. But the kid, excuse me. Oh, yeah. So now you you just said <laughs> you just said that I am fair in my assessments. Now you going back on that and saying no, 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 no. You ain't let me finish. See, 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 see. Okay. Okay. Aubrey got something to say too. <laughs> <laughs> but no, what I was about to say is just throw her. <laughs> let's go back to when <laughs> when you had to say the opposite of what your whole soliloquy been no. this entire podcast. Listen, if I if, all right then if we 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 coming up on like I guess like three years being married and that's for me it. The reason why my energy is so much higher with uh, maybe the things that are wrong or the things that I feel deeply is because there it's just it's not balanced because it's not balanced. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure he understands what that means. Mm-hmm. And so it's all good. And and so that's what Aubrey think of your statement. <laughs> This girl's literally just spitting everywhere. But yeah, wives are not crazy. Husbands are not crazy. I think we all are learning. We all are growing. And I think we all need to give each other. uh, We need to be a safe place for each other as we are growing. Amen. Amen. That is what I feel. All right, Aubrey, you going to keep spitting in the mic, Aubrey? Yes, Aubrey, please stop. Spitting everywhere. Stop. And why are you choosing now <laughs> to do that? Why? 
<laughs> trying to mess up the show. Right. So yeah, that's where we that that's that that is where I believe that uh we stand as a married couple. And I think understanding, because honestly, I've heard um I was Which, watching somebody else's show. Um, I think they're up here. Um, but watching their live, they were talking about how their wife had said something to them. Something to them. It wasn't necessarily something they liked, but they had to come back and revisit it and stuff like that. So introspective. I, yeah, I, I think it I think it happens a lot where um how do we this is my question. How do we get to a place in marriage where we stop being defensive when our when our spouses are trying to help us? Oh, we're gonna have to write that down. We could come back and revisit that question. Because I think that's the real issue here, you know, whether it with all the stuff that we have stated, whether it relates to Aubrey, whether it relates to Ben's health, whether it relates to the, the health of our relationship. You know, what does it look like for us to for me, you know, to sit down with my husband and say, look, I see this blind spot. And I believe that either God has already helped me to help you um, cover that place and the spouse not taking it. Oh, you. So you think I'm blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, no. That's the opposite of what I was trying to say. You've been praying enough? Have I been praying enough? Yeah. Mm. Mr. Wiley say prayer. Prayer. I guess I I guess if that's <laughs> I guess if that's also for me as far as me not getting offended. Prayer. Have I been praying enough? Okay, prayer and maturity. <laughs> hey, look, we talk about that's maturity true. a lot. I mean it's That's true. Let's not even get into that because <laughs> The Bible said a lot of stuff that we ain't trying to do. Yeah. Don't get me started, but I digress. Yeah, I, I will say that um, I, I think my relationship with God is very real. And so I go through very real emotions as it relates to God. And so I have been kind of taking a break from talking to him because I was mad. <laughs> uh, and uh, so the, real, the real answer come out. Uh, when I started to pray, the crazy thing is, um, when I really did start to pray again, you know, just for my husband, it does become easier um, in certain conversations because uh, the way in which I approach them is totally different. And for me, I can honestly admit that that might be a place where um, Sometimes I feel like prayer is work and it's work that I don't necessarily want to do. I would just prefer to uh, just go and talk to my husband and the conversation go well without all that preparation. But um, uh, we, we need the preparation, obviously. <laughs> all right. You about to go. Well, since Aubrey. See, look, when you put her in front of the mic, she quiet. Well, while people talking, you want to. Why trying to hear all that? Now, as you were saying, Takiya, go ahead. As you were really interrupted, see? <laughs> I think you're trying to say mama or something. Oh, uh, and there you go with the spin. Okay, but all yeah, right. that's um, yeah. I agree. Prayer and maturity, and so we are yet trying to have um, 
um, we are yet trying to have that stability in our uh, in our relationship, and I think that's a great place for all couples to be because who wants to who wants to be on guard all the time? Nobody. Some couples like <laughs> some people's marriage is like a boxing match. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what's the number one rule? Defend yourself at all times. <laughs> so you gotta. Some people stay on guard, but that's not the way it's supposed to be. No, I think we all. You don't know want that. your home to be like that, you know. And I and when I say so, I think even if you you know think about the title, I think the wife's the wife's the wife is offended because it's like, how do you by your response? How do you actually see me? And that has been one of the things that, you know, I've tried to express to Ben, you know, how when I'm talking to you and I'm trying to help you, um, do you see me as what God called me to be? Or am I just some, you know, worldly wife? I mean, is, is this the worldly standard of just you being able to say, I have a wife, we have kids, I come home to her? Or is it what the Bible says I'm supposed to be? That's amazing. That That's perfect because we're actually going to do a couple podcasts regarding that very situation because the two things that I see come up that are key character traits and anyone who's going to take constructive criticism and correction properly is humility and submission to authority. And in our Trinitarian Relationship series, that is actually two different subjects. We got the humility that's shown from Christ and we got the submission to authority that's shown from Christ. And we'll be going over those two subjects. So in the future, make sure you catch those podcasts because we could really dive into that. Um, But yeah, just going back to what you said, that is definitely that's definitely something that I can work on. And I believe that I have gained progress in that area. I said we. So I won't just busting you out. Oh, fair enough. I said we. Because sometimes he be telling me stuff. I remember one night he told me something. Um, and I don't mind, you know, I'm open. I think he said you you make me feel like I don't I don't have any grace or anything like that. I got mad and I left the room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I really uh. I started to really think. I started to really process what it is that he said. And I was like, he's right. You know, and I did come back to him and tell him that. Um, I could honestly see, not just in my marriage, but in other relationships where I lacked uh, the ability to give grace. So that's why I say it's not just him, it's me as well. Um, So yeah, you just, I just want to get it to a place in our household where it's like, yeah, we can sit down and take constructive criticism from each other. Because if, if we are constantly being sanctified, then there are a lot of things that that are going to have to fall off. And I think one of the hardest things that we have to realize is that um, the person who is the closest to you is your spouse. So they'll be the person that can probably point out the most about what's right and what's wrong with you. And that relationship was made. It was made for that. I think we did a podcast on marriage being perfecting. Listen, when people, so Michael Todd said this, and I totally agree with it. Marriage exposes you. For the past three years, we both have just been getting busted out. Like just left and right. You know, 
exposed in all these different ways. Beautiful. It is the greatest tool for sanctification and Tahiti and I's lives right now because there is <laughs> the no only- way. There is no way for us to avoid the other person. Exactly. If we're going to live together, we're going to see it all. Yeah, so our daughter, she's doing a lot more talking now. Um, so that's why you, um, you're you going to hear her. But uh, yeah, so I think it's, I think these are one of, this is one of the things that people need to talk about before they get married. You are embarking on a path with someone who's going to see everything about you. So be ready to receive both how good you are at things and how horrible you are at things with the agenda being to make you better. Yeah, also, that also brings up the point about the idea of the interdependent nature of man. That's another podcast we'll do, but it always brings me to the idea of, you know, there was the, remember that song came out called Independent, because it was about the independent woman. I and you. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the only time somebody learned how to spell that word when yep. they were singing that song. <laughs> so we got, we got, you know, on one hand, you got a bunch of uh, women saying they're independent women, and you got men who have always claimed that they were independent. And now today, it's got even worse where you got men say they don't need no woman. But I like to push back against that because that idea is indirect indirect opposition to the word of God I mean if you just look at the scripture that's on the screen right now it is not good that the man should be alone <laughs> so you know that doesn't mean everybody's going to be married but we are interdependent and we're all dependent upon somebody so even even if we're not you know, dependent upon our, our spouse we are all in the brotherhood and sisterhood in Christ so this is this just brings up so many different ideas but yes part of that is being able to correct someone in Christ. And we understand that the spouse has that ability to see the worst in you. And you should be very open to their constructive criticism in love. Right. Yeah. So I think the, the final determination is that Takia is crazy and I should not listen. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, uh, husbands listen to your wives, wives listen to your husbands, let's listen to each other. And uh, Aubrey, got anything else to say? Of course not. <laughs> now she quiet. Well, I tell you. Now she act like she about to go to sleep. <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, since nobody else got any questions or comments or concerns, we'll leave. We'll um. Really? What? You say really. <laughs> oh, why you say really, Mister Wiley? <laughs> Is that like a her a, going to sleep? Was like a question, really, or was that like <laughs> a really? I don't, I don't. The fact that she probably the fact that Aubrey decided to go to sleep now, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we 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 are we made a podcast about living with a ten month old, um, and there's more changes to come for her and me. So, oh yeah, Aubrey's supposed to be going to daycare, y'all. Yeah, I'll restart daycare next week and I start work. So I have been a stay-at-home mom. Let the church say yeah. And I'm going to tell you why we're going to say yeah. I have been a stay-at-home mom throughout the the, uh, pandemic and after I had Aubrey. And so um, what really made me decide that I needed to go back to work was when Ben walked in the house 
with a hundred dollars <laughs> and told me that was all I had for two weeks. So she gonna put out her financial situation. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, listen, I tell you, listen. that's what get her to go back to work. When she can't go spend hundreds of no, dollars no. on fast food, yep, she's she go like, oh, no, I got to work. No, it's not like, going to work. I was like, sir, <laughs> I need soda <laughs> and I need Chipotle. Two things she said she don't need. I need uh, McDonald's. I don't need, need. Uh, Chick-fil-A. Don't need. And so, but no, God is True. really, really good. He's really, really good because this job is paying more than I've ever made before and also they will pay for my schooling and so I was telling Ben earlier you know it's amazing how um, people say that when God wants you to do something he will uh, provide the finances for it and so although I already started school and paid for about I think about three classes three or four um, I'm now starting a job that will pay for the rest of my degree and so God is definitely coming through in the area of hey, man, um, hey, provision. Man. I'm nervous about leaving my baby. Give me 20 <laughs> <laughs> I only have like $20 left. That's <laughs> you give me $20, we broke, 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 flat broke. We ain't got it broke, 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 flat broke. And then ain't that's the no thing. That ben ain't will tell no you clothes. that we're broke. We actually are never broke because my husband is excellent with finances. Psych. Um, that's that's putting all that out there. That you're excellent with finances. No, it's about we ain't never broke. No, we're not. You need to stop lying to people. Who lying? You. I ain't lying. When you tell people that we're broke, you're lying. (laughs) You're (sighs) telling a story. No, I'm not telling the story. He's lying. And the Bible specifically says that liars are gonna burn in hell. See, (laughs) you hear this? Y'all hear this? But anyway, everything but a child of God. That's what I am. <laughs> well, give me a hundred dollars. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. That's why you can't say nothing. Now well, the price the done went up. Here's the thing, y'all. <laughs> that's gonna end because I'm going back to work, and Ben already know what's up. Swipe, swipe. No, ain't no swipe, swipe. Swipe, swipe. Look, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> he already with know. her with her saying what she's saying. You want to know how you never go broke? <laughs> You don't swipe, swipe, okay? That's, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm hitting up the shoe shop, the tattoo shop, the uh, uh, Arby birthday coming up. You're going to hit up the altar. We're going to pray for that spending <laughs> spirit. <laughs> Arby birthday coming up. We doing it big. It's going to be a huge first birthday party. And whatever else I can find, we need an ice machine. That's about $400. See, she already done calculated up money to spend that she don't have. <laughs> Listen, let me tell y'all something. This is one of the areas where I'll say um, it is partly Ben's fault. Ain't no partly nothing. Ben has how Ben has spoiled me and allowed me to live uh, in a way that I feel secure enough to do whatever I want with our money. <laughs> you know, but the crazy thing is. I have been able to spend in, in the ways that I would like to spend, but we have never been without savings and, and things like that. So I will say that the way I see money now is a product of. Uh, no, I it, it can't be the product. No, now listen to me. It is. Okay, a, go it, ahead. It is, a pro- it is a product of my husband in the sense of. But I still listen to what he says, because like I said, he walked in here with one hundred dollars. I've not swiped the card. For any of my personal things 
because I'm not supposed to. So I'm still submissive. Whatever he says, I go along with. Um, so it's not like, you know, I'm about to go out here and just do whatever I want. Cause I already told him what I'm about to do. So y'all hear it, but listen, we out I'm, there on I'm, the street all, all asking I'm, for some place to stay. <laughs> I ain't going to say the reason why all I'm if you heard it, is, you heard it here first folks. <laughs> all I'm saying is I have been used to living life a certain way. And I will not go back. The devil will not drag me back. The devil ain't dragging you back. That's the Lord. He tried to, but he lost because I got a job. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, hold Did he lose? Because it seemed like he enticing you to go ahead and spend all that money that the Lord done blessed you with. No, because I'm still going to save. And I'm still, I already have my mind prepared to pay things off that need to be paid off. Uh So it's not like I'm just going to go do X, Y, and Z. I still have other plans. I got a car to pay off, you know, mm-hmm. credit to build. So right. I got, you know, and then another thing with the money is I, I just do what I'm told. So I, that's, that's how this works. Okay. I'm glad you and got that. And we do pay your, our tithes and stuff like that. I, I, so I'm glad you got that in your mind. For all you people that's like, I hope y'all pay your tithes. We do. That's why we never broke. I should say something controversial, but I'm not going to say that. Don't do it. Don't do it. They're not ready for that conversation. But yeah, I'm not so say nothing. Uh, I think this was a good conversation. And I think what this conversation is something that really shows the heart of why we do these podcasts. Well, why we do what we do. We're young. We're married. We're learning and growing together. And of course, we've hit a lot of hiccups along the way. So learn from our mistakes. Speed bumps. <laughs> Just make it so you need an alignment when you go over them too fast. That's all. (laughs) Well, folks, with that said, I am your host, Benjamin Atkins, and I was accompanied by my lovely wife, Takia Atkins. And we were joined by the beautiful Aubrey Atkins. Who is asleep. Yeah, she's asleep now. Ain't that something? We about to get off. And now she's asleep. I should wake her up. No, he's not going to do that. Yep. I should roll her around, wake her up. Get up. Nuh-uh. We're not going to interrupt the whole podcast and then go to sleep at the end. New series. New, 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 new. That's what having a baby Uh-huh. Well, we'll see you next time, folks. <laughs>